Greetings and welcome back to the show, my fellow patients. I'm your host, Stefan Yo, and it's been a while since I've last given you a prescription for your financial journey. I'm going to be open and honest here. This project last year was a lot to chew on. There were a lot of expectations I set for myself in terms of quality that held back my initial action to begin script writing and recording. Foundational work that wasn't laid out for a better product, and things are changing this year. And not because it's a new year, but because I owe it to myself to be better. I am working on creating a better system to get this rolling this year for not just work and podcasts, but in my personal life as well. For those listeners who are still subscribed and avidly waiting for the next episode, thank you for your continued support. I hope I can meet your expectations this time around. And with that said, let's begin 2024's first episode of the Financial Prescription Habits. Creating routine and better habits has probably been one of my own pain points of my own life. I've been recently reading Atomic Habits by James Clear and I've been implementing some small things here and there in my personal and professional life to make better changes. And as I was reading, I was wondering how I could implement some of these things for financial planning because a big part of financial planning is investment behavior. This encompasses some aspects of spending and saving behavior in most people. So, where do we start? Well, with a new year comes new goals, right? And new goals means new habits or changes in habits to achieve that goal. No one wakes up the next day with a ripped body, a million dollars in their bank account, and a brand new spanking sports car in the garage. Nothing happens overnight. But the same can be said year to year, because we don't easily build a million dollars in a year. I would think it's really difficult for a lot of people. We don't build our ideal physique within a year. We don't purchase expensive luxury items with ease within a year. All things that require change is built upon small, incremental changes that add and compound throughout years, much like compound interest. It's hard to notice the changes in the early stages, but when we look back to review over the last 5 years, 10 years, 15 years, it becomes a marvel to observe. Now, one of the many things Claire has said in his book that stuck with me is, if we ignore the goal and focus on our systems, would you still succeed? Many people can have the same goal, but not every single one of those people will succeed in achieving that goal. Okay, guys. We're going to the moon. But what if you gave them a system to follow instead? How many of them would be able to succeed and continue to succeed even after the goal is accomplished? I would think a higher number of people would succeed with a better system than people being told they need to achieve a certain goal. Goals set direction, but systems are best for making progress. Now, a successful system starts with a successful foundation of good habits. And one way to build better habits is to build small habits on top of your current daily routine. And it could be added to any daily thing you do. Now, for example, you would start with, after I pour off a cup of coffee each morning, I will meditate for one minute. And after I take off my work shoes, I will immediately change into my workout clothes. After I sit down for dinner, I will say one thing I'm grateful for that happened today. And eventually, after rote repetition, it will build into routine and you can slowly evolve it into... After I pour my morning cup of coffee, I will meditate for 60 seconds. And after I meditate for 60 seconds, I will write my to-do list for the day. 
after I write my to-do list for the day, I will immediately begin my first task. Now, of course, this sounds really daunting to kind of outline every single thing you'll do for the day, but it's piece by piece. And the thing with routine is, after you do it enough times, it becomes second nature. So you kind of stop thinking about it. And some examples of how you can apply it to a financial perspective is, well, every time you get your paycheck, deposit a percentage of it into your savings account. Hello, I like money. Every time you want to purchase a luxury product, ask yourself, could you afford two to three copies of it without being financially affected? For example, a luxury watch. Spending five figures on one watch, absolutely insane. Buying it three times over, I would definitely be financially affected. <laughs> I'm, I, maybe some other people won't be. Well, why does any of this matter in terms of financial security and wealth building? Well, if you effectively build your plans and habits to constantly keep your expenses low Hold on, I got a coupon for that. and continuously save whatever small amounts come your way, you will eventually build up a substantial amount of money that you wouldn't have thought otherwise. Of course, this is a blanket statement and people with different jobs, careers, and opportunities will have different things they will be able to adjust. But the concept of money management is the same. If you look to improve 1% every day for one year, at the end of the year, you would be 37% better. Again, change is not overnight, but the gradual addition and compounding of small changes that bear fruit at the end. And the only way to get there is to be consistent in your actions and systems. Being consistent in your monthly and yearly contributions regardless of the market performance because at the end of the day, you're still setting aside money to save and that is always a win. Some broad examples of, way to, of ways to marginally improve bit by bit would be to reduce your spending budget by a small bit month to month. So if you spend 15% on discretionary expenses this time, Maybe spend 14%, 13% next month, right? Same thing with saving. If you only save 10% of your paycheck this month, look for ways to save 11%, 12% next month. And that's kind of the end of the episode, actually. I kind of want to leave things on a short note um, for this episode as a precursor for the rest of the episodes that are to come. Because, again, these are prescriptions. They're digestible, easy-to-swallow prescriptions. They're not meant to be 10 pills to swallow all at once. <laughs> but if you do want more information, right, you can always contact us, and we'll happy to set up a Let's Have a Chat to answer any of your questions or concerns. But before I do head off, I would like to give you a kind of a sneak peek at our next episode. You might... I've heard it, you might have not, <laughs> but our next episode is on RRSPs. Yes, next month is the last month for your RRSP contributions. So what better way than to do an episode on it? So whether or not you currently have contributions occurring or not, just again, remember, wealth is not built overnight. They are small, incremental changes that add and compound over periods of time. And thanks for listening to The Financial Prescription. It's the first episode of 2024. And if you have any questions or comments about our episode, please find us at clairewolfmd.ca. 
Also, you can also you can find our monthly newsletter brought to you by Melissa Aldridge, the new financial advisor at Clearwell Advisors. The newsletter, the newsletter. Thanks again for listening to the Financial Prescriptions first 2024 episode habits. And if you have any questions or comments about our episode, please find us at clearwealthmd.ca. You can also find a sign-up tool on our website for our monthly newsletter brought to you by Melissa Aldridge, the new financial advisor at Clearwealth Advisors. She provides tons of great tips and reminders for your financial well-being, so be sure to sign up. Anyways, I'm Stefan Yo, and thanks for listening.